forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show, with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! FMU, you're on the air. Certainly ate it. My share of Waffle House is back, back in the day when I was on the road. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right. Good. Hey, you you, you, you ate at Waffle Houses? What's that? What was that? You've eaten at a lot of Waffle oh, yeah. Houses? Yeah, back in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I have a question. Sure. Are you the guy that played the uh, Time Trampoline song today? No. I only played a couple records at the top of the show. Oh, okay. My daughter just told me that she heard my old band played on WFMU today, and I wasn't sure if it, if it was your show or not. No, no, no. That was not me. Okay. Time Trampoline. Yeah. You don't remember us? I, I know, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. It yeah. was, uh... Forgotten Flowers was our kind of hit. Yeah, and when, that was like... Mid-80s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, eight, that's like, I'm trying to think of the last time I would have heard of you guys, probably like 85? Well, uh, we put a single out in 85. Okay. And then we put a, an album out on, on Enigma in, in 86. Okay, yeah. so it's yeah. a little, my timeline's a little off. Well, that's okay. We're from Pittsburgh. I actually live in... Newbridge now though. Uh-huh. That's where I live. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you were back in eighties Pittsburgh rock. And it was kinda like rock was it like it was kinda like sixties ish or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we kinda played sometimes with this band um oh, oh what were they called? I can't remember what they were called, but their their singer was oh, he was just known for telling these incredibly long stories that didn't go anywhere. What uh-huh. were they called? I don't know. Oh, like a garage band. Not sure. I, I don't. can't remember what they were called. Yeah, anyway, I'm not sure. um, hey, give your audience a thrill and uh, and and play "Forgotten Flowers" again. Well, no, I didn't play it. I don't have it here. Well, check the show log and and, and see who who did play it and when they played it. There, there's no show log. Well, it's got to be carted up, right? Carted Car- up. No, uh, I, I, I know how how college radio works. I did my share of interviews back uh-huh. then. Well, this, yeah. this is not college radio, and I don't have anything carted up. Oh, geez. Okay. You know, we actually played in um, Newbridge a couple times in 86. Okay. Yeah. You, you might have been there. Maybe you're too young. I don't know. Uh, you know, I was around for stuff like that. I, I, so many of the shows are like a blur at this point. Well, well, the one show was with Winter Hours and Game Theory. Mm-hmm. And the other one was with Slayer and Thrust. That well, one didn't go so well. That's a weird pairing. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like the the Game Theory show makes a little more sense. Yeah, we were like a, you know, we were kind of a hip band back then. It was kind of, kind of like what what indie rock is now, but there wasn't really that term. It was kind of like a power pop, kind of semi-glam thing mm-hmm. happening. And you were playing, with, what was that other show you played in Newbridge? Well, the other one was uh, was Winter Hours. Remember mm-hmm. them? Yes. They were kind of like a pop band from mm-hmm. the New York area. And, mm-hmm. and of course, Game Theory from uh, from California, one of those. Yeah. Know, kind of Paisley underground bands. Mm-hmm. And then we got on this other show somehow with Slayer and Thrust. Yeah, and that, yeah. Uh, that how did that go? Well, their crowd had absolutely no respect for us at all. Mm-hmm. And they were actually buying our shirts and records just so they could do number two on them and throw no, them at that's us during horrible. the show. That's horrible. Sick. I'm and sorry. you know that one guy in Slayer with the big arm? Yeah, he's got the big arm band full of spikes and stuff? Kerry? 
what is his name? He's actually in that new TV show, South of Heaven. Yes, yes. I think it's Carrie. It is Carrie, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carrie King. Yeah. He was so offended by our, what he he called our, our, our P music. I, I can't mm-hmm. say that word probably. Okay. Uh, that he made me eat my guitar. What, what do you mean? He made me eat it. I could only eat half of it before I had to go to the bathroom Ugh. at the hospital. That's horrible. Yeah, he was tough, but I'll tell mm-hmm. you one thing. What's that? He was nothing compared to those those Paisley Underground guys. The other the like who? Those bands, you know, like uh, the Three O'clock and mm-hmm. Rain Parade and those bands. Sure, sure. You know, they, they had that rep of being like these super lightweight, you know, pansies. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, if you got them mad at you, mm-hmm. they'd go off on you hard. Like 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 which bands? Well, ha- have you seen that that new movie Drive? Yes. Well, th- that character that Albert Brooks plays in it. Uh huh. Like he's he's like a total badass, right? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like a soulless kind of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Thug. Mm-hmm. That character is based on Michael Quercio, who was the singer bassist for the Three O'clock. What? Yeah, yeah. Not a big dude at all, but he he was brutal. And Ultra, did he, he had the ultra violence? He had the and what, did yeah. he have like knives? Well, I'll tell you, uh, here's the story. I once saw him, mm-hmm. Tim Lee from the Windbreakers, mm-hmm. and David Roback from the Rain Parade whipping Harley Flanagan from the Cro-Mags and Vinny Stigma from Agnostic Front mm-hmm. with their corduroy jean jackets in the alley behind CBGB's. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. That is pretty sick. It was. This must have been right after Vinny starred in that final episode of Archie Bunker's Place. That's right. Yep. That show, I talked to people, I'm telling you, I, you yep. know... He, he he turned some heads with that role, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. And, and but that episode was he was he the one who got murdered in it? He, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because oh my god, that episode it's chilling, isn't it? Fi- I you know you talk about people people who who lost touch with the all in the family story mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. believe that that's how it ended. Yeah. Straight to the straight to the uh, death chamber, the electric chair. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, Archie Bunker yep. gets electrocuted, like executed. Yeah. It's really shocking. Yeah. Little known fact, that that role kind of was poised to launch Benny Stigma you know, in, in Hollywood, and it was down between him and uh, Bruce Willis to play that, that lead in Moonlighting. Not too really? Not people know that, yeah. That's crazy. Yep, yep. I'll tell you one know. thing. Yeah, what's that? We're talking about that that final scene. Mm-hmm. It's almost as chilling as that fir- as the first scene in uh, in the first episode of Before Mash, which I'm kind of getting into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this first scene though, where the infant Colonel Blake just seconds out of the womb, grabs a scalpel, and stabs the doctor who delivered him? I, you know, I mi- I must have missed the first episode. Yeah, it gets him right in the corroded artery. Oh, yeah. It's a really dark. It's sick. It's not. You'd think if it was like a anything having to do with mash. Yeah. There'd be some funny stuff in it. I guess back in 1910, things weren't funny at all. It mm-hmm. was very. It was you know it was, it was different stuff. Hey, speaking of slashing. Yeah. Remember the Bangles, right? Yes. And you know, they had that rep as being like super sweet. Sure. You know that sort of thing. I'll tell you one thing. What's that? They were certified face slashers. The Bangles. Yep, they they slashed their producer David Kahn seven times over the course of the recording of that different light album. Oh my God, I didn't know any of this. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Oh, hey, question why? for you. Like, why? I, I don't know. I guess that, you know, that, that whole scene was just like, they were like rabid or something. They were, I guess, I don't know. That's bonkers. A lot of like mental uh, decay or something combined with, as I said before, the ultraviolence. Yeah, it must have yeah. gone to their heads or something. I guess so. Hey, speaking of those, those New Jersey shows yeah. that we played back then, there was a guy that used to come out and see us who I, I just always wonder whatever became of him. His name was Power Pop Pop Pop? That dude. Strange guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Kind of like positioned himself as like the the godfather exactly yeah of, of the all the power pop stuff oh he was in these terrible bands too i remember he always wanted us to play with one they were called like the need the hurt was one called, uh the yes mm-hmm. the no the maybe mm-hmm. oh they were all terrible and they all had the exact same songs mm-hmm. and he had this little thing that he had it was like a weapon it was like a little popper Mm-hmm. It was like a little Rickenbacker bass that he'd, he'd sting you with. I don't know what was in it, but he'd pop you with it. Mm-hmm. And it stung, and, and he popped all four of us after a show at Maxwell's once because we didn't know the name of the band that Chris Bell was in before Big Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ice Water. Ice Water, yes. Yeah. yeah. So he got all the dudes from Time Trampoline? Yeah, yeah. Wow. He popped us all. And uh, there was this guy, Steve Fallon. He, he used to run this club, uh, that club Maxwell's. Yes, Back in the day, and mm-hmm. he had he had Quad P banned from from the club forever, because one night Quad P popped Alex Children in the face because he didn't remember that Chris was in Ice Water. So he was a real taskmaster with stickler for the for the, the for the facts. Absolutely, yeah. For the history of power pop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. Hey, you strapped in? Um, yeah, yeah. You got your helmet on? Yep. I have big news. What's that? Time trampoline is back together. Really? Yep. Okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Well. Congratulations. Well, I just gave you a scoop, man. That's big Mm -hmm. stuff. I I gave it to you before I gave it to Jet Lag or the Bob. Well, those are neither of those are still around. Oh, they aren't. Really? No, the Bob. Yeah, it's a fanzine that hasn't been around in twenty years. Oh, they loved us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they loved us. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we're getting ready to tour again. You know, we we're we're getting ready to hit the road. It's going to be great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're going to go out and, and uh... we're going to do it. We're going we're to bring it back to the people. Well, what what was your name again? My name Trip Whiting. Okay. Yeah. Because Trip, I got to just say, 
with all due respect. Yes. You know, time, time trampoline was not exactly a band that people, you know, it, you guys were kind of, you know, there's like the middle of the pack in a lot, you know, and it, it, but you're, you're kind of, you're really building up this, uh, reunion thing like you're bringing it back to the people and stuff that's a little i think a little, it's a, a little bombastic for, no it's not for what you guys were then well, you know i mean are you just so you're going to come back do all the stuff from the from the one album all the, the hits all yeah the everything everybody album, wants yeah. to hear and and it's just like one of those things so it's a, it's like a moldy oldie thing and no, you guys, it's not. Well, I mean, you haven't done anything in... We have a so, bunch of new songs, you jack munch. You have new songs? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like well, what? Well, two. two. Okay. Okay. Now, sure. Now. Well, what what are the new songs? Well, one's called uh, Behave, and the other one's called This Newt's For You. Behave? Yeah. What, what is Behave? Well, I, I say it like, Behave, in the song. It's it's kind of inspired by something specific, but it's kind of a timeless uh, sentiment, also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like when when did you write "Behave"? Oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, maybe nineteen ninety seven or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you wrote you wrote it in ninety seven. Right. Yeah. And it's inspired from something from ninety seven. I I I I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, so it's like behave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, behave. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've heard it? How'd you hear this thing? <laughs> I didn't hear it. Oh. I just. Oh. I think I can guess what uh, inspired it, though. <laughs> well, good luck, and uh, I guess we'll be sitting here all night if you're gonna if you're gonna guess it. Well, it's not. It's Ob. It's Austin Powers. Again, how do you, have you heard the song or what? No, I'm getting a little mad now. Well, it just sounds like you have a. It sounds like someone's been leaking my tapes or something. Some like weird old, out like you. So you wrote a song when you saw that movie or something? I, it was inspired by that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I guess that's in the movie. Maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the other one? What, what's the other song you got? Uh, this Sitting newt's for two? you. The, what? What was that? This newt's for you. This newt's. Yes, yeah, it's kind for of take you. off on this notes for you. That okay. Neil Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's the deal with uh, this newts for you? Well, this newts for you was actually a solo single that I put out in 2005 when mm -hmm. the great man Newt Gingrich was considering a, a presidential run, mm -hmm. and um, you know he didn't actually run, and I I still have a, a whole shed full of these uh, these things, and I, I try to sell them every every election when he announces that he's going to run, mm -hmm. but nobody seems that interested in cassette singles anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> you have a a shed mm -hmm. full of cassette singles. Yeah, <laughs> and you put it out when? Two thousand and five. Two thousand five. Yeah. So that's I guess, way. I guess you could say I kind of lost track of of like what was the the, the uh, preferred uh, music delivery device at, uh -huh, by that uh -huh. point. Yeah. So so time trampolines exciting reunion is the stuff from the one album. Right. The stuff from that one single. Right. Right. And oh, behave. Yeah. And this newts for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So well, those are just the ones that are locked and loaded and ready for the road. Uh huh. Yeah. We got this new single that we that we have coming out that's going to launch us. You know, pretty much exactly where we belong to the top of the charts. Number one single. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And what, what's that called? Well, well, I'm getting to that. We actually recorded the song uh, 
in Chicago with this kid named Stephen Soley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he works with this cat named Steve Albini. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guy that produced Bitch Magnet and the Fleshstones? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 We're just going to say that Albini recorded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll get us some major ink in our stone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The song's called Three Inches of Power. Three... I don't even want to guess. Is, is that what I think it's about? Well, the what? backing vocal of the chorus goes, uh, The power's in my pants. It's going to put you in a trance. So, yeah, it, it is what you think it is. And, and I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, what? I'm not lying about that number. Okay, well, yeah. that might be something you should lie about. Cause what do you mean? It, I, look, I'm not even going to say the name of the song, but it may. Can that I might, say it again? N- please don't. That uh, might not be something you should brag about. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Why wouldn't I brag about it? So it's a, it's about you. Yeah, yeah. My wares. Uh huh. Yeah, okay, your wear. That's very. Yep. Yeah. Tasteful way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just ask a question? I have to be very delicate with this. Okay, sure. Like, have are you like in terms of seeing others? Other what? Other fellow, you know, men. Right. Are you the only? It seems you're the. I'm gonna guess you're the only man you've seen. Or something? Is that is that? You mean like nude? Yeah, like nude. That that would be true. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna. I just because I don't think it's something. Look, it's something you might not want to brag about. Well, but, but, yeah. I mean, I've only seen mine. I, I was actually. Uh, I've been homeschooled since since birth. Mm-hmm. Uh, my class was just me and our dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went all the way through twelfth grade with me. Your dog. Yeah, there were uh-huh. some years that I was actually second in my class. Behind your dog. Yeah, which was very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And you were taught yeah. by your parents. Yeah, my mommy and my and my daddy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did yeah. sell I excel at sports, so I I, sh- I should say that, mm-hmm. especially at uh, miniature tetherball. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, you know, trip. Why do you ask that question? I'm just going to tell you, it's something you might not want to brag about. <laughs> Shut up. Jealous much? <laughs> Look, you might want it's something you might want to research. I'm, I, can, I have to be very delicate with this, but it's you might want to just check it out. Oh wait, hang some, on, hang on. What's that? Hang on, I got to answer this email real quick from this, the uh, CD pressing plant, not mm-hmm. the uh, single. Okay. Hang on, please confirm your order of ten thousand copies of Three Inches of Power. <laughs> no, CD you, you might don't don't do it. Uh, you know what? What? Talking about this with you has taken my excitement to a whole new level. Yeah. And I'm going to authorize uh, the pressing of another 90,000, which will bring us to <laughs> no, 100,000. That is a huge I don't want mistake. to be caught shorthanded when this thing explodes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. And yes, that sounds good. I authorize my credit card to be charged the full amount and sent. Okay. What were you saying about... about uh, I was saying no one is... That's a horrible mistake. You did a single in uh, cassette single in two thousand five, yeah. And you 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 know the state of the music industry, don't you? I hear about bands selling a lot of records and having. I see pictures of bands playing arenas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, you know that, okay, but people aren't buying... Man, the Foo Fighters, sounds mm -hmm. like they're just, they never really stopped. Mm -hmm. No, look, they're, su they're super popular, but people just don't sell records, uh, CDs, the way they used to. Well, this thing will sell like, like hotcakes. You, you asked me about, what did you say, about looking something up? What did you say earlier? N never mind. I can't, you just get, you should get things in perspective okay, with this well, song you've got. I'm going to look this up right now. Average size. Stop. Okay, I can't. I can't do this on the radio. Oh my god! Stop. Oh no! This is not what. Yeah. Oh man. I thought they were maybe gag gag wieners or something, but they're, they're Stop. not. Stop! I. You gotta. Oh man. You gotta stop. I can't talk about this on the radio. It's it's your business. Now I know why things were so weird with me and my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She never really said anything. Mm-hmm. But she always seemed impatient mm -hmm. for it to be over. Look, this is uh, look, Trip. I can't talk about any of this on the radio. Oh, I heard you direct these these rock videos. Yeah. I had this great erotic video this all planned out, and I wanted to get you in on it, but uh -huh. now it seems like it might not work. It was basically going to be the story of me saving the world through what's down there. You, you, okay. It's yeah. horrible. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm sorry. And now my backup plan for WD might not even work out. The what? My backup plan for WD? World domination. Okay, what, what, what is your backup plan? Well, it's turfed out now. What is that? Well, I was going to become the new singer for R.E.M. after theirs was disfigured in a horrific car accident. Yeah, but R.E.M. broke up. I know that, yeah. And About a month ago, I cut the brakes on uh, Michael Stipe's car. Yeah. yeah. At least I thought it was his car. It yeah. turns out it was the mayor of, of Athens' car. Mm -hmm. Mayor Dippler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mayor Dippler. Live and learn. Uh -huh. Although, you know, I just thought of something. What's that? This could save it. What's that? Like you said, they broke up. Mm-hmm. And if this time trampoline reunion doesn't pan out, yeah, I'm going to call those guys and we're going to form the new REM the with the other two dudes. Sure. Like, remember how how the new Yardbirds became Led Zeppelin? Yes. And it became huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing will happen with the new REM. So it'll just be you. It'll be me, yeah. Mike, mm -hmm. Peter, and, and Bobby, and it's going to be this huge thing. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. Bobby? Uh, Bobby Blotzer. Why? Bobby, the the dude from uh, Rat. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. He's the perfect drummer for this thing. Don't you think? No, I, I that does not sound like a good fit at all. Oh, oh man. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just, I'm just so burnt from this all this haunted house stuff, planning it, and all the stuff I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What haunted house? The haunted house. Well, I, okay. Well, you're putting a haunted house together. 
Whiting Manor. Whiting Manor? Yeah. Oh, my God. You are responsible. You're associated with Whiting Manor? Uh, I own it. I'm Trip Whiting, I told you. Oh, my God. Yes. That is nuts. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I should say for listeners who aren't in this area, you know, for anybody who's not familiar with Whiting Manor, you know, it's uh, it's like the last 10 years or so. Is that about right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's like there's this insane haunted house in Newbridge. It's out on Route uh, 1476. Mm-hmm. It's over by the... Uh, it's the old uh, colored marble quarry, and that's but until it, it uh, sealed itself in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, but that place. So you've been to it. It's it was literally, the scariest, the single scariest experience of my entire life. Wow. Thank you. It was probably about four years ago. I right. went with my brother Dom. You know, and I might have lasted four minutes. Four minutes, really? Yeah. That's that's pretty good. So you got a T-shirt, right? I don't think I got a shirt that night. I was so scared. I just ran out. I just ran out. Yeah. We got a lot of runners. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, only about 1% of the people that uh, get all the way through it. Yeah. Before either having to leave uh, or throw up or worse. Or worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'd love to ask you what your favorite part of the haunted house was, but I don't want to give anything away for those who who plan on coming this Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. You want it to be a big surprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It gets better every year. Well, you know, can I can I just ask you, um, a lot of people, it's like been kind of talked about or rumored or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that people have died going through the uh, the haunted house. Well, you know, I, I can neither uh, deny nor confirm those, uh, those rumors. I, I will say that no charges have ever been brought. Against... Uh, Whiting Manor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then again, the victims in question were last seen going into Whiting Manor. So, uh, well, is it I, is is it true? Then can you say what, whether that, that they died? Yeah. Well, define to, to die. Well, that's not it, defined. It's they stopped breathing, per, like permanently stopped breathing. They did. Yes. Why? So people die at this haunted house. Well, you know, they uh, they knew what they were in for. It's really intense for people who aren't familiar with it. So many haunted houses you go to have like a sign up front mm-hmm. where they're like telling you, don't touch the performers because the performers will not touch you. Right. But this place has a sign up front that just says that... The performers will touch yes, you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, and it basically implies, I don't know how it's phrased, but just that you're on your own and you might have to fight or you're going to have to fight for yourself because these people are going to touch you. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you know, the prisoners know how, how far they can push it. What's that? I said the prisoners know how far they can push it. The prisoners? Yeah. When you say, but what do you mean by prisoners? The prisoners from the uh, uh, Newbridge Penitentiary. They, wait, they work at this place? Yes. Uh, Warden Rutliff, uh, he leases me about 30 cons every October to staff Whiting Manor. Uh-huh. And in exchange for giving the cons work, I'm allowed to slide on a few things. 
Okay, like what, what, what things are you sliding on? Well, you know, legally now I, I'm allowed to have X amount of weapons, um, like uh, four working chainsaws, uh, seven tasers, uh, five rifles, six handguns, uh, two cannons, and I, I can now use a fully functioning uh, guillotine as long as it's only set on five. Well, you, I didn't know you could set a guillotine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, sure, there's going to be a little blood, but you're mm-hmm. not going to die. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're allowed to have those things in the haunted house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like guns and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a sacred place. You know, the, not... the house has been in the Whiting family for generations. Mm-hmm. But you're not shooting them off or anything? Not inside, no. No, that happens on the, on the shooting range during one of the manhunts. <laughs> I don't. I did not get anywhere near a manhunt on that thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh-huh. and that happens about, about six six minutes in oh yeah. i would not have handled a manhunt oh yeah <laughs> i love it though it's 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 a fun thing to do and mm-hmm. uh uh you know it's funny my my love of horror was actually one of the reasons that time trampoline broke up really yeah i, I wanted us to be a cross between the bongos and that trenell strauss film sunday bloody sunday mm-hmm. yeah the one about the ice cream shop that's built on an ancient viking burial ground that I've I that was a movie that the yeah. poster for that thing scared me so much. Yeah, it was like a hand coming out of a out of like a an ice cream. Split. Yeah, was yeah. it an ice cream cone or a banana split? I think it was a banana split. There were two okay. versions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was banned in Germany. Yeah, yeah, that yeah I could not handle any. So you wanted to change time trampoline into something that was influenced by that. Exactly. Yeah, and I had this cool song that was going to be huge. It was right up there with like you know that song "Fall on Me" by REM. Uh huh. But it was about exsanguinations. Which is the act of draining people of their blood? Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The song was called The Organ Grinder. The, okay. Yeah, it's kind of a play on words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so it had a big organ in it or something? No, he grinds the organs. Yeah. Grinds the person's organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But was <laughs> there an organ on the song? Oh, yeah, like a Farfisa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know who played it? Who? Steve Naive. From Elvis Costello's band. Exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah, very exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually uh, I actually tell this whole story uh, on my podcast, if you want to ever check that out. Oh, you do a podcast? I do, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. It's called uh, Too Ghoul for School. Too, too Ghoul for School. Yeah, yeah. I like to give back to the kids, so my podcast combines math and English lessons with grisly tales of horror. <laughs> Really? Yeah. My so, podcast is always in, in the best section of the, the AV Club Horror Podmas thing. I, I didn't realize there was a horror. There is, yeah. Do, do you have a podcast? Well, yes, this show is podcast. I'm looking it up right now. No, you don't have to do that. Oh, I do. I see it. I see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I've seen this. Every now and then it, it, it's in the uh, AV Club Podmas's the rest of the rest section. Well, I think it's just the rest. Now, th- I'm pretty sure it's the rest of the rest. The rest of the rest. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What, what about iTunes? Are you on that? Let me look you up. Mm-hmm. Looking at the top, like, 200 here. Jeez, you're not even in this. Yeah, I... I oh, wait, there you are. Whoa, oh, my God. Are you sure you want to keep doing this? Doing the show. Yeah. Well, you know, I... Way I, down there. Mm-hmm. It's under, it's under Mike's podcast. You know Mike? Who's Mike? It says it's affiliated with with your show. Well, Mike's the the associate producer of the I show. Guess he has a podcast that's 
faring better than yours. Well, I interesting. I can't control that. Oh well, okay. You know, I, I don't know what to say, Trey. Well, hey, speaking of kids, mm-hmm. we're going to have a uh, little Kinderhof, uh-huh. a, a haunted house, just for kids. Okay. Yeah. Like a little. I hope it's a little more tame. Oh, don't worry. Yes, it's only going to be ninety percent as scary as the adult one. But that's terrible. No, it's not. 90% because the one thing was horrifying. At 100%? So you're just shaving 10% of the horror off. Yeah. We don't show one of the de- uh, decapitations. Okay. They'll, still, they'll still see one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're not showing others. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. And you know what else I'm excited about? What's that? This year we're going to debut The Haunted House. What is that? Well, it's different from the actual haunted house at Whiting Manor. Mm-hmm. The haunted house is an over twenty-one haunted house based on this magazine. I can't tell you what happens in, in the magazine or the haunted house. Yeah, I've heard about this magazine. Have you for really? Years yeah. now. Yeah, we had a preview for the German uh, haunted house society. <laughs> I didn't know there was a haunted house yeah. society. Yeah, they gave it fünf jack o' lanterns. Fünf. That's unheard of for an American haunted house. Well, I guess I congratulate you on that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Ugh, you know what, though? What? I talked about these prisoners. Yeah. I'm, dr- I'm dreading having my my 16-year-old daughter around these cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't blame you. Ugh, they're going to be all over her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's hard enough with her wanting to date guys her own age at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard for a father. I mean, you know the awful things that teenage boys do. Well, I mean, it's something you got to watch out for. Yeah. You know. Have you seen that movie Diner? Yes. There's that one scene where Mickey uh-huh. Rourke, she gets, yeah. she gets that girl that uh, yep, touches. Yep, 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 yep. I can't, I can't. Touches Whipple? Yeah, 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 I, can't, I, I, I can't talk about that. By, you know, he, he puts it in, in the uh, popcorn Yeah, box. yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I invented that. You invented that. I did. I called it Popcorn and Sausage Cinema. That's horrible. Stop it. Yeah, I actually sued the makers of Diner uh-huh. over it you know, for like a copyright infringement. Yeah. And it, it got all the way to the state Supreme Court. Yeah. But it got rejected because I was representing myself and I screwed up the paperwork. That's why it got rejected? Yeah, I spilled soda all over it. All over the paperwork. Yeah. 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 Maybe you shouldn't have had soda in the courtroom. Maybe I shouldn't have. You know. Yeah. You know, young guys also do all the time. What's they lie. That? Uh-huh. Yeah. I should know. You're a liar. Well, no. Um, I, well, when you were a kid, you lied. When I when I was dating, you know, oh. uh, back in my teens, I, I often stretched the truth about who my father was to impress girls and get them to join me in the old abandoned oil tank that served as my lovemaking cave. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, how would you? Who would you say your father was? Well, I you know people like Gary Berghoff, uh, Alex Karras, mm-hmm. Ricardo Montalban, <laughs> yeah, uh, John Amos. John Amos, mm-hmm. the father on Good Times. Good Times, yeah. 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 Barry know, Williams. Who? Barry Williams. Barry Williams from uh, the, the Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo. Yeah. How Scott Bayo? You have to be a similar age to Scott Bayo. Yeah, I, I know. It, it worked a couple times, and I, I'll tell you one thing. What? I, I also had a girlfriend for an entire four months because she believed that I was President Carter. What do you mean by that? I said I was the president. I, I talked in some crazy accent. She believed it. You said you were actually 
the president. Yeah, and she didn't question why you lived in Newbridge. No, no. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know something? What? I'm scrolling through the WFMU website right now, Mm -hmm. and I came across your page. Yeah. I got to say, you would be perfect to play a character that we need to get back up and running at at the haunted house. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Who's that? Rabid Deformed Ape Man. Rabid, deformed ape man. Yeah, and, and what's yeah, great no. is, judging by this picture of you, mm-hmm. the only thing that you're going to need costume-wise is to shave off some of your body hair. Yeah. You've actually got too much of it for, yeah. for the no, ape man. No thanks. Yeah. Rabid, deformed ape man. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's flattering. Oh, come on. Oh, hey, question for you. Mm-hmm. This has been driving me nuts all day. Yeah. You know that really expensive designer glass? Ex- you know, they call it, they call it Tiffany glass. Yes, that's not made by the singer, is it? What singer? Tiffany. But it, no, it's not. See, I told you, you owe me a massage. Who are you talking to? Oh, just a friend. Uh huh. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So you're betting massages. Well, yeah, among other things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. over trivia questions. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Sheila, no! Produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne. Segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.